0: If you use Outlook, you know, Outlook, the email provider Outlook, if you use Outlook, then some big changes could be coming to your um, email. I was going to say to your life, and I was like, nah, it's probably not going to change your life, I don't think. I don't want to overstate this too much. Some big changes could be coming to your email usage, which is a, a significant but not overwhelming part of your life, I'm sure. Paul Stenhouse,
1: our tech expert, is here with the details this morning. Go to Paul people do not like change jack do not underestimate there's a reason why i'm talking about this this morning and it's because it's probably not going to be until next year i think that they change this but i want to give ample warning because people's outlook is at the very center of a lot of people's work day yeah and any changes to it are important
0: yeah it is i mean it's the like for some people it'll be the the computer program that they use more than any other right
1: oh yes for sure so If you are a power Outlook user Mm. and you have a Windows machine, you'll know that Outlook for Windows, it's been around for quite some time. It might have actually changed for you recently. They made a change um, that they slowly started to push out. Um, Well, they're going to make another change. So that's what I'm saying to get prepared for. What they're doing instead is that basically Outlook for Windows on your desktop at the moment Mm. mirrors Word and mirrors Excel, right? It's all kind of in that same family. Right. What they're instead going to do is have Outlook for Windows on your desktop start to look more like the web version. Okay. So the idea here is that basically it doesn't matter if you've got Outlook open in a browser on Mm -hmm. Mm Outlook.com or through Office 365, or you've got it open on your desktop, they want it to basically be the same experience. Right. So by rebuilding it, it's kind of interesting, because it's going to be built. And they' basically, they're taking this web version, and they're jamming it into the desktop. I mean, they're making some changes too, but that's largely what's happening. But by doing that, it actually means that you get to leverage more of the kind of Office Microsoft family, right? So, right. for example, if you have your files, instead of storing them on your computer, you've got them stored in OneDrive, you will be able to, just like you can in Outlook today, do an at symbol and then start to message or mention someone's name. Right. But if you've got a file in OneDrive in the future, you'll be able to add the file. So you could do like at budget twenty twenty two, right? Oh. If this your file was named. Can so you, you do don't that? have to go and like well you can't do it now, but no. you're gonna be able to in the new version. But you could do at Jack Tame, for example, if I'm yeah. sending you an email. Yeah right? Because then it calls your attention to it. And so they're going to do some other smart things, which they can do when they've got this newer tech. Um, They're going to suggest and look through your emails and suggest some emails that you might want to pin to the top of your inbox to actually get done instead of just ignoring them as they get buried (laughs) down the bottom. You'll be able to drag your emails into your calendar to turn them into work blocks to actually spend time to do the thing you need to do to answer the email um, and you can also drag them into tasks in Microsoft to do so a few little changes coming there. Ah. It's currently at the stage that's known as an early public beta.
0: Right. So that
1: means it's released to the public. Right. But you've got to be like, you know, you want to be a reasonably hardcore person to want to download it. Yeah, it's mainly for developers and things like that. Um, but it is available publicly, ah. uh, which means that Microsoft is probably using this themselves internally. Oh, very good. Okay. So um,
0: Outlook is changing, and um, here in New Zealand, things are changing a little bit on the supermarket front in that Costco has just opened up, or the first Costco has opened up. Yeah, I know, very exciting. Uh, And Costco and Apple, as in the digital company, have now partnered. <laughs> not, the,
1: not the fruit. Not the fruit. No, yeah. You you probably can buy apples at Costco. I, I'm sure you can. Lots of them, it, co- yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got to buy them in bulk. That's what they're known for, right? That's what they're famous for. Um, but they also use their massive membership to basically get access to better pricing, usually of physical goods, usually of things you can pick up like an Apple um, or like an Apple computer, say. Um, but Costco and Apple have now partnered on some of Apple's digital services so we're moving into you know the virtual world that costco is now tapping into so over here in the states it'll be interesting to see if they roll it out in new zealand too costco members here will now be able to get discounts on things like apple news plus apple tv plus and apple arcade Ah. so it's an interesting move but i guess it's effectively like preferred pricing right yeah someone's done some math somewhere
0: kind of makes sense i suppose all right thank you for that paul yeah, we'll look to see if it's introduced here. There's Paul Steenhouse, our tech expert.